0: Welcome to Deep Rooted Healing, a contemplative podcast exploring the healing bridges that connect the body, mind, heart, and soul, including creative practices, touch, nature, spirituality, and community. I'm Emma Freeman, an artist, poet, massage therapist, and Reiki practitioner. I'm a highly sensitive person and sober. This podcast is a record of my own unfolding spiritual journey. and May it be supportive for you in some way. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, everyone. Today, I want to talk about the language of texture. So one of my favorite creative artistic languages is texture. It has so much subtlety and nuance and depth and mystery within it. And I think that it has a lot of creative power that can be easily overlooked or go unnoticed. Um, for me, there are whole worlds inside of textures, and my fingers and my eyes just love to really, like, drink them in and experience them. Do you? I find that I notice textures out in the world in a lot of different places from peeling paint on the side of a building to moss on a tree stump to bark on a tree that's covered with lichen um, to weathered wood, stones laying on the ground together with subtle little divots and grooves within them, Um, textiles like thick woven rugs. I love the feel of them on my feet on my bare feet and then also just how the texture looks. Um, I love really soft fibers so like soft scarves and shirts and I'll find that I'll just run my fingers over them like cottons and linens and rayon and I wonder if you are a tactile person too, if you notice textures around you, um, if it's something that is in your awareness, or if it's something that just doesn't really um, occur to you, or you you don't really tend to notice textures around you. Um, I find that tactile experience is really becoming more and more a part of my art practice, which I want to share more about too. So some of the ways that I'm exploring texture in my mixed media art right now are um, through stitching with different uh, papers and fabrics. So I'm using sashiko threads from Japan and hemp threads that are really thick and kind of coarse and I'm stitching those and then I find, you know, I'll stitch into like different kind of abstract patterns and then... I find that I just end up running my fingers over the stitches back and forth and back and forth. And it's just meditative and calming. And in addition to loving how they feel, it's like my eyes love how they feel. (laughs) I don't know if that makes sense, but like my eyes take in that texture too. Um, Another way that I've been exploring texture is by um, taking... Uh, woven placemats that I'm finding at the thrift stores and um, cutting them up into little pieces and then using those pieces in collage mixed media collage so I'll have like this strip of this really gorgeous thick woven textile and then combined with it I'll have a little piece of cheesecloth or some paper that I did some mark making on and I find that that um, I just am loving exploring texture in that way too from found textiles and mixing and matching them and seeing what they do, how they communicate with each other when they're next to each other. I've also been um, taking acrylic paint and in my sketchbook applying it with a palette knife or a paintbrush and then while it's still wet, so I'll cover most of one side of a piece of paper, while it's still wet I'll close the book And then rub my hand over it so the paint transfers to the page next to it. Then I'll open it up while it's still wet and just look and see what happened. And really cool kind of funky textures end up happening. And you can keep doing that, like keep closing it and opening it and see what happens. I learned that technique from uh, the artist Jane Davies. She has a great YouTube channel where she shares a lot of different Um, abstract painting and collage techniques. Um, You can do that technique also with um, a loose sheet of paper so you could apply paint on one piece of paper and then take another loose sheet of paper and lay it down and pick it up and see what happens. Another way that I've been exploring texture is um, by weathering fabric outside using a stone against concrete so that's been really cool because I'm taking little bits of linen cotton um, from like dish towels and napkins, old t-shirts, things like that. Then I take them outside and I take the stone and I lay the fabric down on the concrete. Then I rub the stone on top of the fabric and it ends up ripping apart the fibers. And I'll take my hands then and kind of stretch it after I rub it with the stone And the color of the fabric changes, but then also the weave, it starts to pull apart and make little holes and um, does some really, really cool things with texture that way. So that's been really fun. I've also been taking um, just regular cotton sewing thread and um, taking strips of fabric from like old t-shirts again or dish towels or napkins And then wrapping the thread around the scrap of fabric. I've been doing it with rope too. And then turning that into little shapes. So I'll do a lot of circles and lines and then use those circles and lines in my collage work. And it ends up being a really cool textural element. I'll share pictures of all of these techniques too in the show notes in case you want to see what I'm talking about and have visual examples. Um... Another cool thing that I've done is take a piece of paper and a wooden coffee stir stick and some acrylic paint and go outside and find a tree and put the piece of paper up against the tree and just put a little bit of paint on the paper and then take the stir stick and scrape it over around the paper. And it'll pick up some of the texture from the tree bark. You can also do it on a brick wall or on cement. You can experiment with different textures. And you're basically doing a rubbing with paint. And it's really, really interesting what you pick up. And then I've used that paper for collage. Another cool thing that I've been doing is crumpling up um, different papers just to see what the crumpling does to the surface of the paper. And I find that I'm just really drawn to and mesmerized by the landscape that it creates on the surface, all these little valleys and these peaks and all of this just interesting stuff happens on the surface of the paper. So I've been doing that with things like tea bags, Nepalese lokta paper, Bhutanese black earth paper, um, tracing paper, uh, watercolor paper, uh, basically any paper and it's really really cool and then I'll use um, I'll flatten it back out after I've crumpled it a few times and then I'll do some mark making on it um, or I'll just use little bits of that crumpled paper in collage work too so that's really a fun and very simple way to explore texture. Um, another way is through this incredible process that I just recently learned called Joomchi So it is a Korean papermaking technique where you take thin sheets of mulberry paper that has long fibers in it and um, you spray water on multiple sheets of paper. Um, that are layered together and then you use your hands to basically massage the paper in these different ways and it pulls apart the fibers of the paper and then rebuilds it together in new ways and then what happens is it creates this really um, rough feeling paper that's really thick and strong and Jumchi is this ancient process from Korea it's been used to make all kinds of things clothing baskets, different homewares. It's incredible. It has this rich history that I started learning about. And there's this very cool book that I discovered um, called Jumchi and Beyond. So it's J-O-O-M-C-H-I. And the artist is Ji Young Chung I'll link to all this too in the show notes in case you want to go check it out um, but she is a phenomenal artist who uses jumchi and also teaches the technique and um, this book is incredible it's uh, her work and then examples from other artists who are using that technique and I love it because the texture of the paper is like nothing I've ever experienced um, and I'm using then those sheets that I'm creating in the mixed media work And one other idea, um, one other thing I've been doing is using cheesecloth and dyeing it with acrylic inks and watercolor paints and then using that, stretching it and, and using it in collage. And it adds a very cool texture because it's got all of these little holes in it. It's got like that grid pattern and it's got a softness to it. It's kind of delicate feeling and looking. Um, so it adds a really beautiful textural element that's been really fun to play around with. And I find, um, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit about how I balance texture in my work, too. And that's something that I have found just takes practice and play. And everyone does it differently, um, but I find that I tend to like really strong textures balanced with smooth, soft, gentle textures. So for example, I'll have a really smooth piece of paper, um, maybe like the Nepalese lokta paper that has this really soft, uh, soft quality to it. And then on top of that, I'll layer a piece of um, cheesecloth, that I've dyed with some acrylic ink and I've stretched it and then I'll take one of those pieces of um, of cotton rope or scraps of fabric that I've wrapped with the with the cotton thread and I'll, sh- I'll form that into a circle on the top. So I've got these three elements that are all different textures and they kind of dance and balance together. Um, I tend to like bold colors and organic shapes, but I like simplicity too. So I don't like a lot of elements. I like a few that are really strong and play well together, but I like giving everything a lot of breathing room within a composition or within a piece. I also find that working with texture is a very intuitive process for me. So I... Discover and play with textures by just sitting at my art table and having materials in front of me and just looking at them and touching them and pondering them. And then I start to play with um, shaping them in different ways, maybe putting something on top of something else. And suddenly, you know, this step by step process of discovery starts to happen and that creative flow and that creative energy starts to emerge. And then I'm creating things by just kind of um, step by step moving things around together and um, that's really how I love to work in general and that's how I use and explore texture in my work and how I'm always kind of playing around with different ways to do things too I don't tend to repeat anything I'll use similar techniques but I'll try to use them in new ways I also find that when I'm at my art table, I, and I'm doing that process of moving things around and playing and, you know, dyeing some tea bags and stretching out some cheesecloth and um, wrapping things with, with twine or stitching, doing different things, I won't glue elements down on each other for quite a while. I'll let them sit, so I will end up with these piles of different materials that just sit with me for multiple days sometimes multiple weeks and then I just get this feeling that a piece is ready to be finished that it's ready to be glued together so then I take that cue when I feel it and I'll take my glue stick and I'll glue things together and um, that way of working has been really fun and also very freeing because I don't feel Pressure to complete things on any timeline, not right now anyway, you know, I'm really just letting these pieces emerge organically and then just breathe and really have space to exist and shift and transform as they need to. Sometimes I'll come to my table and move an element off of something and move it to another piece or completely disassemble something altogether And I'm really enjoying that way of working. So some of the ways I get inspired about texture are, um, one is by collecting a lot of examples and having them around me in my visual space so I can look at them and soak them up. So for example, I have on my art table, I have stones that I found outside. I have stone tiles Um, little bits of birch bark. I have a bird's nest, feathers, um, some butterfly wings that I found outside, little bits of charred wood. I have piles of papers and threads and um, tea bags that are ready to be dyed. And then um, hanging on the wall in my art room slash bedroom, I have a lot of textiles that I've been collecting that really inspire me um, in many different ways, but the texture is one of them. So I've got this gorgeous blanket from India that's a cantha um, blanket. So it's made from old saris, scraps of saris, and it's just absolutely beautiful and so rich in its texture and there's just nuance and subtlety it's this it's like an abstract painting I love just getting lost in the whole world of it and then I have some um, Peruvian woven pillows that I um, don't have the pillow inserts in I just hung them on the wall and I love looking at those they're the fasada the blankets that are um the colors are so saturated and vibrant and pillows they uh, artists make them into pillows too so I have a couple of those I have a piece of mud cloth from Molly that is um I touch it whenever I walk into the room it's just so beautiful it's black and white and there's all this subtle texture again within it and I, I just love the energy of that piece and I have an indigo dyed um, bedspread that's from India that was hand block printed by an artist um, that has these really beautiful textures. And then I have some other um, indigo dyed mud cloth, also from Africa, from Mali. And then I have these um, panels of, they're called Kaya from Japan. They're mosquito netting that were used um, over people's beds to protect them. from the mosquitoes and they're really beautiful. I found them on Etsy Um, and they're uh, it's very kind of thinly woven kind of loose woven um, fibers and uh, I think it's hemp and those are really beautiful. So I just have all of these different materials and textures around me. Um, The other thing that I have are um, sheets of amate bark paper from Mexico that is just extraordinary if you haven't seen that paper you don't know what it is I highly recommend looking it up Um, it's a-m-a-t-e and the paper has all of these it's handmade and all of these different holes in it and it just looks like a piece of sculpture I love it um so that, so just having different textures around me, I find really um, just seeps into my, my pores and my cells and um, inspires me artistically and creatively. Um, even if I don't, I'm not making art that looks just like anything that I've got around me, but those materials and the techniques and the people who created them, Even though I don't know those people individually, I can imagine their hands and their creative spirit that who created them that really inspires and nourishes the space that I'm in. So then I can have all of that with me when I sit down at my art table to create work and explore texture and explore all of the things. Um, So I thought... Something else that would be fun to share would be some tips for exploring texture. If it's new to you or you just want some maybe new ideas of how you could um, explore texture. Um, so one idea is to just sit with different materials. Gather some things from your house and from outside like um, different fabrics. So maybe you have different look through your closet and look through the closet of people in your home and see you start to notice the different fibers. And, you know, are there things that are woven? Are there, you know, different kinds of, like, run your fingers over different pieces of clothing and see what you start to notice and what are you, what are you drawn to? What, is there anything that kind of, you know, you, you feel more drawn to than other things? Um, Collect tree bark, stones, sticks, um, different bits of papers. It could be, you know, from junk mail. You know, there's so many different papers um, in tissue papers or other packaging materials. You can start to collect little bits and just start to do like a texture study. Um, Touch them, spend time with them really slowly running your fingers over them. You can close your eyes and See what you notice. And I find with texture, I don't have the words to describe the experience of texture, but I feel something. And when I feel something that resonates, I know that I want to do something with that, whether it's, you know, wear that scarf or use something, you know, use that element in my artwork. So, and I know very quickly if I don't like a texture, I hate the feeling of polyester. I can't. D- stand the, the texture of most wools on my skin so there's also you know I have this strong um, like sensitivity to texture but I think you can you know if it's, if it's something that's new to you you can just start to tune into that and start to bring your awareness to that language and that whole world of textures around you and just start to explore um, you could also go to a thrift store And wander around and touch different things. So this is what I used to do when I owned a shop where I resold um, different secondhand things. So I would go thrifting multiple times a week. And I would walk around the thrift store and usually start in the home textiles section. And just take my hands while I was looking and touch things. And I found that I was most drawn to the natural fibers. So things like linen and cotton. um, And I you know, my fingers were really guiding me, you know, in addition to what I was seeing colors and patterns. Um, But that's another fun way to explore texture and just see what do you like? What do you not like? You can start to experiment that way. And then also gather some materials from the thrift store for your own art if you want to. That's where I get a lot of things from to play with. Um, and then an idea I have for to share with you for how you can p- play with texture in your own art is um, you could devote a sketchbook to texture, which I think would be very cool. So on each page, you could do something different to explore texture. Take notes on the bottom, date it, write down what tools you used, and um, what you notice just any little little notes so then you can go back and revisit it and remember it it can become a resource for you and your art but you could do things like um, mark making with different objects to create textures so you could use different acrylic paints inks and you know dip objects into those things and then stamp them on a page in your sketchbook and just see what happens and then On another page, you could do that lifting um, technique that I talked about with acrylic paint where you can take another piece, apply some acrylic paint with a brush or a palette knife and then take another sheet of paper and lift it up, lift up some of the wet paint and see what happens. Um, You could apply a layer of acrylic paint and then dig into the surface of that with something like a stick or a Q-tip or you know a toothpick you could start to play around and see um you know just experiment that could just become a whole little cool world a uh, sketchbook for you to explore and um and discover new things um the other thing i really like to do is look on pinterest so i've started a board i think i started it a couple years ago that's just textures that i love <laughs> and i just go on Pinterest sometimes and I'll just anytime something with texture catches my eye I put it on that board and then I'll go back and look at it and it just nourishes me I'll just scroll through them I'll look at certain images and they they feed me and I'll share a link to that in case you want to look at it and you're welcome to repin things if you want to create your own texture board um but that really inspires me and helps me um Uh, just kind of get new ideas and also just live in the world of texture, I guess. Um, So I think that's it for this week. I'll share photos and links to everything I talked about in the show notes for this episode. Um, But I hope that this um, conversation about texture and the whole wonderful world of it just maybe inspired you or made you think in a new way about how you could explore texture how if you're an art teacher how you might share it in a new way with your students Um, yeah I hope you got something out of it thank you so much for listening